Good afternoon. This is Daryl, and I want to talk to you about something very dear to my heart. And after talking to a lot of people throughout my lifetime, it's something that everybody encounters. I want to talk to you about public success, but private struggles. And I want to deal with chapter three of St. Matthew, the entire chapter, and then chapter four of Matthew uh, verses one through three. I'm not going to read all of it, but I want to start at verse uh, 13 of chapter three. And it says, and then come Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him saying, I have need to be baptized of you and come thou to me. And Jesus answered and said unto him, suffer it to be so now for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Chapter 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Father, we thank you for the reading of the word. And Lord, as I speak to the audience lord let the word be glorified let the meaning come plain forth come forth plainly and simple that even blind eyes will see what you are saying god bless as we talk here i just want to tell you um, a couple of things that have been going on we know and we've heard of the ministry of jesus how that he was uh, told John to baptize him and to come. And John, knowing who Jesus truly was, was saying, hey, I need to be baptized of you. But Jesus said to fulfill the scriptures that God had already written in the word of the prophets, let this happen. So John agreed. Jesus was baptized and God glorified Jesus at that moment. But in chapter four, we see that Jesus goes away into the wilderness to be tempted. And as we see, the devil comes to him after a while. I realize in my life and almost in everyone that I've talked to, to throughout my lifetime, people may have a public image. They have a public aura about them. Many are successful. Many are have millionaires. Many are just everyday successful mother, father, kids throughout. But one thing that we all have gone through, even Jesus Christ, is that even though in public we may have a, a positive, very outstanding aura, or image, but each and every one of us deal 
was a private, personal struggles. And when I say struggles, we are many times tempted. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. A lot of people do not want to uh, say that, oh, wow, you know, I'm strong. I can overcome. That is true. You can. And without a doubt, I'm not glorifying the temptation. What I'm trying to do is deal with reality for the ones that do struggle. I'm wanting you to know that you're not alone. Many people have dealt with a sinful past. Many people have dealt with things that are going on today. I mean, still sinning. It might be an evil thought that runs through your mind. It may be uh, some ungodly act that you're performing. It could be anything. But one thing I want you to know is that God see and know everything about you. And one thing about it is that he loves you. In spite of what is going on, you can be renewed. You can be strengthened. You can be delivered. For he is the God that changeth not. He delivered before. He can deliver today. He's a healer. He's a provider. He is the great I am. The God that is there for you for whatever situation that you need. One person may need a financial deliverance or that you smoke or you you uh, gamble away your money. God can deliver. Somebody else may be going through uh, some sexual problems that they are encountering. God can deliver. Some people may be in your mind. You may not be, you may be mentally disturbed. God can heal that. God shows in his word how he does and deliver for each and every person. <laughs> it just amazes me of the many stories. I think back at Paul, how Paul had to be kind of disturbed in his mind in some ways, how he used to persecute the church, how he killed innocent men and women that just believed in Jesus Christ. But what happened? God used him for his glory. God changed his heart. God changed his mind. And God changed his convictions. That's something that we all need. The Bible clearly says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all need to repent. We all need to just call on Jesus. And he will answer us. He'll forgive us for our sins. He'll take care of us. I'm not trying to make it a feel-good situation, but what I want you to know is that everyone in life struggles in some situation. But here's the good thing. We can overcome through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, as we follow up in verse 4, further down in verse 4 of uh, chapter 4 of St. Matthew. How did Jesus overcome? Yes, we know that Jesus was total God, total man. But one thing about it, he overcame by the word of God. We have that same power. We have what God left for us here today. 
the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit and with the Word of God, we can be delivered, we can be set free, and we can have change in our life. I just wanted to encourage you today a little bit of what God has in store for you, how much He loves you, how much He desires for you to be at peace and to love and be in love with Him even the more. God has you. Just open up to Him. Let's confess our sins. Let's do what is right. I know we're living in ter troubling times, I would say, but there's great news. God is still alive and he still reigns on heaven and in earth. God is truly our answer. Be encouraged. Bye-bye. Hello. Once again, I want to talk to you about the word of God and coming from Proverbs 16. I'm sorry, Proverbs 6, 16, verse 16 through 19 again. We want to talk about six things that the Lord hates, seven on our abomination to him. And America, I really want us to wake up, truthfully, wake up. Let's put aside all racism. Let's put aside all uh, financial gain, everything, and really look deep into our spirit, man. The bottom, the core of your belief, everything that you you hold dear. This is what I want you to do. This is according to the word of God. The Bible says, a proud look. These are six things, seven and an abomination to the Lord. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devised wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness to speak lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. As I said, this is really getting to me. Really irritates me, really makes you upset. And I truly believe it gets God upset. We need to look at us as a per people, you know. Look deep in your heart. Look deep in your soul. Look, look deep. Because... What the way we're heading, America, is we're doing and leading ourselves to destruction. Truthfully, true destruction. I'm not trying to be like Jeremiah or, or one of the prophets of old and speak doom and gloom, but speak reality. We need to let the Lord and the Lord's words live large in our life. We cannot no longer just go on our wicked and deceptive schemes and that man and that we have set up to be on top all the time. God doesn't like that. It's very irritating. It's very, it's, it's like, as he said, he wished that we were either hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm. And that's where we have lost. We as a society, we as Christian believers have really just lost it. Hey, shut up. And the thing about it is that we are losing the souls of younger ones. They're looking at us as people. 
They're looking at us as supposedly people that fear God and know the have a relationship with God. And they are seeing all the wickedness that is going on. And we're going to be held accountable. So we need to realize we need to wake up, truly wake up and live according to God's word. We need to live according to God's word. You know, wickedness is terrible. God is displeased with us. You know, we, he says clearly in his word right here that a proud look, prideful, very prideful, a proud look is something that he detests. I tell you, I tell you, it, it's a, it's. It's a shame where we have allowed the world to get to, and especially the United States. A lying tongue, we're taking evil things and just just feel like, let me make a lie to make myself look good. This is wrong. So wrong, America. So wrong. I normally don't take a political stance as far as in the dealing with the pastoral um, arena and try to convince or let the congregation how God used them. I let them make their own decisions. I teach the word, live the word, and try to direct. But as God did to mankind, you allow free course, free free will, free opinions. Nothing wrong with that. Don't need to beat down and make someone go along with you. God has given us free reign. And what I'm getting to here is that let your free reign truly line up with the word of God. We're going to be held accountable. I truly believe if we let, and not just let, but if we re-elect this current setting president, that America is going to face even four more years, not just of uh, this, uh, not just destruction, but real total annihilation. I'm not trying to speak fear into anyone's life for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. But what I am telling you is we being led wrong. We're not being we're not lining up with the word of God. We have spiritual leaders that are lining up with a man whose intent is not good who doesn't even and cannot quote a scripture. There has to be at least one scripture that stands out to you. One verse, not a, <laughs> this is frustrating, really frustrating. America, wake up. We always say is, this is the land of the free, 
one nation under God. We're under a demonic attack like never before. If you realize we are losing leaders, spiritual leaders along the way, and our thoughts and our thinking are not lining up with God's word. My thing is, go read the word for yourself. Get you a good Bible. Get a Bible where the words of Jesus Christ are written in red. Get you a Bible that has commentary where you can learn for yourself. Don't just take the word of myself or some other pastor that you sitting under. Make sure your soul is too precious. Your soul is too valuable to depend on somebody else. Read your word. Get in the word for yourself. Know that God has a plan for your life. Am I saying don't attend Bible studies? Am I saying don't attend church? No. What I'm saying is do like Paul, as he said about the Bereans. After I preach to you, after I teach you, after I say something to you, you go and read the scriptures for yourself. Make sure that every dot, every tittle, every word that comes out of the mouth of the man of God that speaks before you lines up with the word of God. It's time to quit playing. Time for these pastors to just get rich off of the congregation. Time for the people of God to get ready. God has a plan. Here on earth but also after we leave this place, we're going to either be in heaven or hell. The decision's up to you. My thing is I'd prefer to line up with the word of God. I'd prefer to let accept him as my Lord and savior right now. I prefer to be and take the criticism of the Republican or the Democrat or whatever party it is that I don't line up with in the word of God. I take that hit. I don't care. I don't care what they say. But as long as I line up with the word of God. That's where my heart and my mind's going to be. I love you. I know this isn't the normal teaching. The normal. <laughs> it's just something that is really touching and pulling on my mind, my spirit. And we don't want I don't want you. To be lost. I pray for this nation. Daily. I don't care who's in leadership. I pray for this late nation. Daily. I pray for the leaders. Daily. I pray for my own personal life. Daily. I pray for my family. Daily. And that's what we need to do. God said in his word, if my people, if my people, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. He says this. He says this. And then he'll hear from heaven. 
you heal the land. That's as long as we bow down, we humble ourselves. We don't have a prideful look. We don't have a prideful spirit, a haughty spirit. If we just humble ourselves, <laughs> no one knows everything. Jesus is as awesome as he was. The Bible even says that he doesn't even know the day of the return, but the father knows. So why are we thinking that we know more than almighty person that our big brother that died on Calvary's cross for us? Wake up, America. Wake up. Lord, help us. Open our eyes that we'll truly see. That we'll truly see before destruction hits. God bless.